Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who put the nut in health nut, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, I took a very surprising look at the topic of can you possibly spot lose fat? So if that's something that interests you, you should check out last week's podcast. This week, I'm going to look at a fairly simple yet often overlooked thing that might help with weight management. Now, I got this from, I listened to three different um, presentations this week, and each one of the three different presentations had discovered the secret to losing weight, and they, they were all very different. But what each one of them was, was either a way for you to eat a little less or to burn a little more because it all comes down to the first law of weight loss. If you eat it and you don't burn it, you're going to sit on it. Now, the really interesting part of this is that we eat a lot that we really don't know that we ate. So what we need to do is somehow track all of our food. And to start with, it's it's a real pain in the neck to, to track what you eat. I recommend getting one of the apps. Um, I use my Fitness Pal. It's free. Um, it works really well. It's easy to use. But any any phone app or anything that allows you just to keep up with exactly how much you're eating. But the hardest thing on using any kind of an app or any way to track your calories is what did you really eat? I mean, if you're eating M&Ms, you can count I ate seven, and that's pretty easy. But if you're sitting down at a restaurant, how much did you really eat? And it turns out we are absolutely terrible at gauging how much we ate. It turns out if you're cooking your own food, if you pour the, say, pasta out of a bigger box than a smaller box, you will fix a bigger serving if you don't actually measure it out. Um, They did an experiment where they gave people different size portions of macaroni and cheese, told them to eat until they were full. They didn't have to finish it. When you gave people a bigger serving, they ate an average of 162 more calories. Another interesting one, they gave, this was the same group of people, they they took them and one day they gave them a 6-inch sandwich, one day they gave them an 8-inch sandwich, one day they gave them a 10-inch sandwich, one day they gave them a 12-inch sandwich. They said, you don't have to finish the sandwich. Women ate an average of 159 calories more on the 12-inch sandwich day. Men ate 355 calories more on the 12-inch sandwich day. But they said they were the exact same amount of fullness after the bigger meal than after the smaller meal. And you would think, well, if I eat more for lunch, then I'll eat less at dinner. So they gave people a snack in the mid-afternoon. They gave them a bag of potato chips. And they gave them a bigger bag of potato chips and a bigger bag of potato chips and a bigger bag of potato chips. On the larger bags of potato chips, women ate about 18% more, men ate about 37% more. However, that evening at dinner, none of them ate less for dinner after they'd eaten the 18 or 37% more on the snack. It just seems our body doesn't recognize that we ate that extra. And when you go out to a restaurant, it gets even worse. 69% of all people said that they always eat every bite of their entree. 
and 30% would really like it if there was a smaller portion available. And this was just one personal anecdotal story that a man shared. He was wanting to eat healthy and he was taking care of things and every day for a, a meal, snack, whatever, he would eat an apple with peanut butter on it, one serving of peanut butter, your two tablespoons, which is about 200 calories. He, he would eat his serving of peanut butter that and a protein shake, and that's what he did. Well, he started to realize he wasn't losing weight, so he did something kind of radical. He measured his peanut butter because a lot of us think when you get your well, your two tablespoons of peanut butter, you go to the drawer, you get the spoon that we call a tablespoon, the larger of your spoons, you dip it out, you've got this big piled up spoonful on there, that's one tablespoon. If you go to your drawer where you keep your measuring spoons and you get out the spoon that's labeled one tablespoon, you put two tablespoon in it and then you smooth it off level, that's one tablespoon of peanut butter. When he measured his peanut butter, he was actually eating six tablespoons of peanut butter, which means he was eating an extra 400 calories for that snack. 400 extra calories is almost a pound a week. When he made that correction, then his weight started to move more in the right direction. And if you're interested in losing weight, um, one thing that you really need is a set of kitchen scales. They're inexpensive. You get a set of kitchen scales, learn how to use them, and you'll be amazed at how much a serving is. Now, let me go on to say that it, you know, it says a serving on the side of the box, that it's this many ounces or whatever. That doesn't mean you're only allowed to eat that much. You can eat two servings, you can eat three servings, you can eat five servings, but you need to keep up with how much you ate so that you don't have these sneaky calories. Because if you think, well, I ate 200 calories worth of peanut butter and you ate 600 calories worth of peanut butter, then you have a problem. And speaking of sneaky calories, there's a lot of those that come into your mouth during a day. You know, starting in the morning, it could be the creamer in your coffee that you put in. It's not that much. You don't pay any attention to it. You go by a co-worker's desk and they've got the, the little basket of fun-sized Snickers out there and you're a little hungry, you grab one of those. Um, there's the apple that you ate. Hey, it's an apple. It's got to be good for you. The calories in the apple don't count. There's all of these little things that you eat throughout the day that if you're really paying attention and you do what you're supposed to and you record all of them, you say, wow, that added up to an extra 250 calories during the day. That's a half a pound of fat in a week. So all these little things start to add up. And a, a good phrase that I like on that one is, you know, it's the little things. More people get bitten by mosquitoes than get bitten by elephants. So it's the little things that get you. And lastly, uh, this was my favorite study out of all of them. And you'll see why in a minute. They took two groups, two fairly large groups, and put one of them on a pretty tight calorie-restricted diet. The other group, they got them to replace a lot of their high-calorie density foods, the ones that have a lot of calories per ounce, with fruits and vegetables. At the end of the study, both groups had lost weight. The group on the calorie-restricted diet said it was unpleasant. They hadn't enjoyed it. They were hungry a lot of the time. The group on the fruits and vegetables said we ate plenty. We, we were quite satisfied. And the group that ate more of the fruits and vegetables had lost 40% more weight than the group that just cut back their calories. 
Now, when I say fruits and vegetables, that does not mean apple cobbler and macaroni and cheese. I know Cracker Barrel puts macaroni and cheese on the vegetable menu, but I don't think it really counts. So what are the takeaways here? First thing you need to do is you need to track what you eat. The second thing is you need to be aware of how much you're actually eating because sometimes hunger is a horrible way to tell whether you're actually full or not. So you need to measure out this is a cup and a half of cereal. This is a half of cup of milk on my cereal instead of just pouring the bowl full and hoping it's about right. So you track what you eat, you measure your portion sizes, and you replace some of your high energy density foods with a fruit or a vegetable. And when you do that, you're going to be more in control of the calories that come in. And if you've got fewer calories coming in, then you've got calories going out. The part that you're sitting on is going to get smaller, and that's going to make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.